Welcome, Internet friends, to another Preparing Our Heart for Worship podcast. I'm Glenn. And this is Linda, and we are delighted to have you with us today. How are you today, Miss Linda? Doing great. We've had a quite a busy week. We certainly have, but we're getting organized. We are expanding our newsletter with a countrywide campaign. And getting that going when you don't have a lot of money makes for many long hours and days. It's good to get this in process so we can keep our music and podcast going. Yes, and maybe we can get some sleep the next night or two. God has been so good, though, Glenn, working through all the problems, hasn't he? Yes, and it's so easy to depend on yourself and your own efforts in life. It's so natural. But that's not the way God wants us to live. The Bible says, be anxious in nothing. Yes, you know, I failed again. God wants us to rest in him. Just ask him to forgive you and let him have control. Yes, but sometimes I want patience and I want it right now. It won't be many years till all this will not mean that much. If we get caught up in turmoil and anxiety, it only impedes us from doing something else God wants us to do. Being in control has always been a problem for me. I expect it's a universal problem we deal with throughout our lives. We should pray for each other. Maybe when we get to heaven, we'll have it figured out. You mean over in the glory land? Yes, I do. That reminds me of a song. I have a home prepared where the saints abide, just over in the glory land. And I long to be by my Savior's side, just over in the glory land. Just over in the glory land, I'll join the happy angel band. Just over in the glory land, just over in the glory land. There with a mighty host I'll stand, just over in the glory land. I am on my way to those mansions fair, just over in the glory land. There to sing God's praise and his glory share, just over in the glory land. What a joyful thought that my Lord I'll see, just over in the glory land. And with kindred saved there forever be, just over in the glory land. With the blood-washed throng I will shout and sing, just over in the glory land. Glad hosannas to Christ the Lord and King, just over in the glory land. Just Over in the Glory Land is a hymn that was written in 1906 by James Edcuff. This song is a celebration of the home that the Lord is preparing for those that believe in him, a home where there will be no sickness, sorrow, or affliction. The hymn says that when we reach heaven, we will sing God's praises and share his glory. It is a song that continues to bless millions of Christians all over the world with the hope of our heavenly home. James W. Atkiff was born on January 4, 1864, in Freestone County, Texas, and he died on August 1, 1937, in Georgetown, Texas. He was buried in the Oddfellows Cemetery in Georgetown, Texas. Ekaf was the sixth of seven children, born to a minister and his wife in Texas. 
James was a well-known singer and writer among the churches of the Church of Christ in Texas. He was 42 when his Gloryland Vision song was written and published in 1906. James evidently was well-regarded among the churches of the Central Texas area as a singer and songwriter whose God-given talents were often requested for large meetings, something that James was ready to answer eagerly for nearly 50 years. James did not li limit his musical gift to standing before crowd to urge praises or to writing a few hymns for those he chose those occasions. He also played a role in collecting and publishing songs and hymnals through the firm Foundation Company in Austin, effectively multiplying hymn singing beyond himself and the assemblies he personally led. We may not be aware of the fine details of the day or hour in which James put together the words and music about this glory land. One can only imagine that James felt these occasions were a foretaste of what he imagined in his heart and mind would crown his life and the lives of those with whom he sang. Maybe it was those churches gathering with fellow believers that encouraged his joyful poetry about the people in whom he planned to spend the future. Perhaps in his mind, James could also see and hear the crowds with whom he'd sing on numerous occasions, and he covered that vision in his song, too. The surroundings and the place where he lived will also, were also among James' thoughts, but it was his Savior he longed to see the most. He loved God, and he cherished the moments when he could join with others in songs toward the king above. Perhaps James included the word just in his song to remind those earthly strugglers that the heaven where all believers can journey is not far. We can guess that all those times that James and his friends gathered to sing might have included prayers for each other and the challenges faced every day, too. No details are available concerning the circumstances behind, behind the writing of this week's hymn. However, it isn't hard to imagine that Afguff looked forward to a special home where saints abide and to be with the Lord in glory land. He knew it would be a joyous land where the blood-washed throng would sing and would shout hosannas to Christ the Lord and King. The tune was composed by Emmett Dean, a Methodist musician who provided melodies for a number of gospel songs. The upbeat tune for this song adds to the excitement and expectation that we should have for our future experience in Gloryland. Just think, child of God, we'll never again know fear just over in the Gloryland. Everything that causes fear here on earth will be eliminated in heaven. While we live here, though, we can rest on God's word to know, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that fleeth by day. Psalms 9, 91, 5. And just over in the glory land, there'll be no more shedding of tears, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, 
For the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful, in Revelation 21, 4 and 5. It's going to be a happy time over there in heaven. We'll see mom and dad, brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles, grandpa, grandma and grandpa. And oh, so many friends we grew up with. Throughout the years, I've met so many wonderful musicians and singers, and no doubt we'll see them again there and get out our old guitars and drums and pianos and horns and play music to our heart's desires. In my mind's eye, I can see long walks on the beach and through the woods. Linda and I are both ham radio operators, and we love to build and figure out circuits and electronic stuff. I wonder what God will have for us in this new world. Well, we were given talents and interest for those types of things here on earth. And on the new earth, that's part of who we'll be. It will be out of God's character not to have things make us happy on the new earth. And then there will be things we can't imagine here. When Jesus appeared to the disciples, he came right through the walls. The Bible says we'll be just like him. There is evidence we will be able to think where we want to go and be there. Who knows what wonders awaits us there. The Bible says the mind cannot conceive what awaits us there. We know it'll be wonderful. It will be unimaginably wonderful. And to think this is mine when all I deserved was eternal death. Glenn, that's the condition of all of us. That's so, so true, Linda. We've all sinned and fell short of the glory of God. We all deserve eternal death that awaits for the sinners in everlasting torment of hellfire. But God loved us while we were yet sinners. Oh, the wonder of that, Linda. What love is it that loves the unlovable so much to die for us? It's almost unbelievable. He gave us life on the cross where he could have called 10,000 angels to come and pull the nails from his hands. He could have called fire down from heaven to consume his enemies. But he didn't. He endured the cross for you and me. He willingly gave himself as a substitute sacrifice for our sins and became our atonement to bridge the gap between us and God. He has made a way to restore the fellowship between God and man. When he looks down on me now, he doesn't see sin. He sees the blood of Jesus, that blood that once washed all, once and for all, washed our sins away. Glenn, what is necessary for anyone to have this salvation and miss the eternal damnation? Well, the Bible tells us to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and to trust Him and Him only as our Savior. Glenn, will you play just over in the glory land on the alto sax? I'd love to. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for listening today to our podcast. We trust that it was a blessing to you. It makes our day when we hear someone was so blessed by our podcast or our music. We'd love to get an email from you. Just send it to glenn.dawson at glenndawsonea.com. That's G-L-E-N-N dot Dawson at G-L-E-N-N dawsonea.com. You can find all our information over on our website, and that's at www.glendawsonea.com. Remember Remember now, we love you, God God be be with you, and bye for now. now.